Welcome to the dark forest Jackie and her pals will never bore us Shameless confessions about our obsessions Will make us laugh and smile So let's explore the dark forest And dark down for a while Hi, Jackie Cation here You're about to listen to The Dork Forest You know the websites Dorkforest.com Thedorkforest.com JackieCation.com has the links to everything Merch, the new album, my other podcast, videos of me doing stand-up. Dorkforest.com has all the notes and the video that you can watch of this show. Traditionally, I tell you to donate to the Dork Forest, but it is November and December. I ask that you donate to a local food bank because you should. It's, I don't know, you should do it all year, but what the heck. If you are donating to the Dork Forest using the PayPal link that gives every month, you can turn it off and turn it back on. You can do a matching to your food bank and donate to me as well. But all the money that I get uh, from the donations from November and December, I'll give to my local food bank. And so I will get all of that sweet, sweet karma. Other than that, you can buy merch. You can, for Christmas, there's new, there's new t-shirts and stuff. But whatever it is, the Dork Forest, super fun, always available. I'm sure there's things I'm forgetting to say, probably band camp, but let's get into the show. Hi, it's Jackie Cation. I'm neither in my garage nor my living room. I'm actually in a guest room. Check it out. There's masks. Do you know why? Because it's almost Halloween, you guys. Woo! Okay, I'm Jackie Cation. You're listening to The Dork Forest. And with me, Jenny Zagrino. Hello. You're a delight. Thank I'm you. I'm psyched to have you on The Dork Forest. Thanks for Thank having you. me. Also, those masks remind me of masks you would get at a Ren Fair. Uh, one of them is a mask that Andy made in college. Okay. One of them is a mask... And then the other two are ones, he, what we bought together in Venice, a place where masks are purchased, not That's Venice, true. California, Venice, Italy, pardon <laughs> I'm me. I'm sure masks are me. also purchased in Venice, oh, California as well. Sure. And uh, anyway, so there's a bunch of masks. And then, um, but we, and we are here with Jenny Zagrino and it's Z-I-G-R-I-N-O. So it's at Jenny Zagrino everywhere. Great stand-up comic, by the way, has just recorded her special. Is this your first uh, special? This is my first hour, first self-produced special. I sure. did a half an hour with Comedy Central years ago, yep. but this is my first one where it's me. Um, it's funded completely by fans and friends and family. Um, so uh, here's what I recommend. You go yes. to, is there a jennyzagrino.com? There's jennyzagrino.com. Um, Which will link you to all of the things. Links the you to everything. The- uh, if you want the GoFundMe to help, because we're still fundraising even after, because, you know, uh, money it's is. Expensive. Expensive. Yeah. It's, everything's expensive. Um, the GoFundMe is at um, my link tree in my Instagram Sure. And so, but the thing is, is I want you to just watch some stand-up comedy of Jenny Zagrino and go, yeah, yeah, I would like to help her finish paying for this fucking thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, and she just filmed it. When this goes up, it'll just be a filmed like two hour, two days earlier. And it went so, so great. It was so awesome. Destroyed, wow. you guys. I destroyed. Destroyed. The, murdered yeah they actually had to condemn the building because nothing <laughs> could ever top it but but she was carried off stage by adoring fans through That's the rubble true. very beautiful very beautiful <laughs> um but we're gonna dork out and everybody should should find at jenny zagrino and on tiktok it's at jenny zagrino uh, comedy but your dork your dorkdom is all things dusty, as far as all I can, dusty, can tell. And uh, so what, you worked at Antiques Roadshow? I did. So um, I was a film major at MassArt in Massachusetts. And for the internship, um, I decided to work at PBS at the uh, Antiques Roadshow, which is filmed. The, the That's fancy. Right. Yeah. That is a cool, cool gig to get, quite so honestly, because even though it's it's we like PBS, so clearly there's no money, but it's cool. <laughs> so right? I was an intern. Yeah, and you're an intern, so <laughs> it's just get me coffee and go shovel this sand. Pretty yeah. much. Well, okay, so we did log tape, which I loved. I loved because then I would get to watch all the tape. Mm-hmm. So I would watch all, all of them. It was this 2008 season. So if you actually look in the credits of 2008, my name is there. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Thank you. And then I got to go through all of like the end things where the people are like in the booth being like, we brought in this spoon. It turns out it's worth shit. We loved our time at the Antiques Roadshow. 
So I got to choose which ones would go up for that season. Oh, fun. Yeah. And then it was, um, and then there was like logging tape and just like doing busy work. Sometimes they'd let me sit in with the editor. I got to, you know, sit in with the director um, and just like do. Did you get to learn about antiques? So from the stuff I watched, yes. But the production people don't know anything about the antiques. They're just like (laughs) whatever. Apparently the editor is was at the time was related to um, David Cronenberg. Who is very famous. Very famous. But he's like a second cousin or some shit and was an editor. Okay. Mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. antiques okay so i was like well that's kind of cool um yeah. and then they had bo- they had libraries of antique books so like not antique books books of antiques so then you okay. could like sit on your lunch and like look through all the books but my favorite part was they had a wall where they would put up all of the crazy shit that people would send them so like People being like, I have this 18th century chair and it would just be a pile of sticks. <laughs> because well, I have this 18th century chair. It's a tree. It's, it's actually a tree. a tree that was planted it's, in the 1600s. It's, it's a really a nice, really nice tree. <laughs> Sometimes I sit on it. It's a tree or it's a chair. Um, but they had, they had one like that I, I actually copied because it was so outrageous. It was this guy. And he had an antique mannequin from the 50s. This is vintage. It was a vintage mannequin. And he sent glamour shots that he had gotten taken with the mannequin. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, wow. We need. We definitely need to get that away from him. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> we have to save that mannequin. I'm not saying. I don't think that mannequin is consensual. Is no, what I I'm don't saying. think so either. Uh, so he had this mannequin. And the, I remember the glamour shot. He was in a tracksuit, and she was in a matching tracksuit in she? a wheelchair. And <gasps> then they had like, <laughs> like the, it was just a glamorous, oh. glamour shot. And he sent in several of these pictures and was like, then he sent a letter that was like, I have this vintage mannequin. But it was like, <laughs> you don't want to sell this mannequin. We all know. I don't know who <laughs> buy it. Right. And Antique Roadshow, do people get in on it? They're like, no, that's not worth anything. I'll give you a hundred bucks. And then all of a sudden you own like a Picasso. You should always, if you are like going to get something appraised, Mm -hmm. if the appraiser offers you money for it, don't Mm -hmm. do it. Don't do it. Because they've obviously seen something. They'll be like, I mean, I guess it could be a Picasso, but I don't know. (laughs) Give me like a hundred bucks for it. Right. Uh, yeah. And you're like, well, rent is due. Okay. Yep. Uh, and you're like, oh, shit, it was worth a hundred grand. And yep. uh, yeah. So be very, very careful. Yeah. So did it give you, did it instill in you? Because one of your dorkdoms was antiques. Did it instill in you uh, a love of antique? Well, I loved antiques, which brought me to the Antiques Roadshow. Ah, the so, other way. So then um, it just fueled my love of the Antiques Roadshow. And then also, over the pandemic, I rewatched a ton of Antiques Roadshow. I went through, I think, a three-month phase where that was all I was watching was just you pirated Antiques Roadshow. Oh, just wow. Because I love Antiques Roadshow, and we don't have cable, but we have rabbit ears. And so uh, we have like three different PBS channels, a nice. couple from San Diego, a couple from LA. <laughs> and and then so there's always like an America's Test Kitchen, a Cook's Country, oh, and I an Antique Roadshow. So do good. I. Those those two women, uh, yes, please be my friends. They yes. are the best aunties in the whole wide world. PBS they are. is the greatest. I don't know why. I, that's what bums me out about internet TV is that we don't have PBS. Like I right. don't. I just you need to get it. rabbit ears. We have HD rabbit ears <laughs> that we just jam into our fancy pants HD television. <laughs> and then over it. the wire, it's a thousand Armenian and Korean and oh, Spanish speaking channels. And then MeTV and then this TV. Oh, yeah. It's MeTV. A- I forgot about yeah. that. Don't forget about MeTV. Columbo. It's out there. Oh. Barney Miller. Yeah. yeah. My mom yeah. watches. She falls asleep to MeTV. And oh Columbo. yeah, my dad loves me TV, man. He'll watch The Rifleman uh <laughs> forever and a day. <laughs> it's the old <laughs> cowboy shows. Um so 
Do you own antiques? You, I it looks own like your background. Lots. Oh, which this, this is just a, look this real. This is just a background. <laughs> it's definitely not real. But I own a lot of antiques currently. Or, or I'll take my video off, um, yeah. so you can see. If this um, is a hoarder shot, this is going to be awesome. No, I mean a <laughs> little bit, but not not terribly so. I forgot how to turn my video, the weird if video. If you go thing off. to the carrot next to the stop video and go to virtual background or video, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. zoom, you are my friend. And Choose virtual okay, background. None. There we and then go. You okay, just so that's go none. just the wall, but I'm going to turn the, the <coughs> thing around. Oh. So you can see, like, oh, yeah. I've got like an antique uh, that's a 1950s mustard yellow chair. I've got a um, 1900s, what's called a hosier. So it was like a countertop and inside you would have your sugar and your flour and you have two funnels. And so that oh. was kind of like a modern kitchen for the 1900s. Sure. Um, I have an animal deer head I got in Ohio on a ro- on the road. I have art. I have mid-century. Wait, wait. What? Why don't you slow down on the animal deer head I that you found a- on the road? Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was on the road and I got it in oh, an and you store. purchased it. Yes. Uh, Do you there remember? were guys... Oh, sorry. In in my neighborhood, who used to? They were like, "I got a four pointer. We're boning it. We're moaning it." And I was like, "Are you, dude? This is All a right. four pointer. It's four point." Yeah, I was so glad that my father was not into hunting at all. We were never gun people. We you were know, we we purchased our meat. My dad and so wanted to be, but I'm like, "You're a you're a lawyer man from like." Yeah, my dad will, New York. He, he fished for a little while. He yeah. also golfed for a little while. He was horse. He horseback rode for a little while. Cool. There were hobbies. There were hobbies. Yeah, but uh, there was there was very few. I've been trying to do a bit about guns. It's not. It's not hit and miss. Anyway, well, I've been, it needs I've a lot been of watching work. you do the the bit. Oh yeah, Did the, you see uh, the gun? where your dad shows up with guns. Yeah, where my dad shows up with the derringers. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay, I mean, it's a great concept it. that your dad had to buy these guns so he could play in this poker. Play in that poker game. Yeah, it's and a real the, it's the nice most premise. Useless guns. <laughs> they're the most heat. He took a keychain to a gunfight, and uh, so <laughs> he could have just put a bayonet on the end of them. <laughs> <laughs> right, he could have just brought a knife to a gunfight. Yeah, fight. he would have probably and, known more yeah, about prob- how to protect like, himself. No, no, it fires. No, I also can't <laughs> shoot this. Can I just bring this? <laughs> Here, the pen is mightier than the sword. <laughs> um, anything, absolutely anything. But so you do. So you actually do own some old uh, nonsense. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I actually. So one of the jobs that I had during the pandemic to kind of help me survive was I was flipping antique uh, furniture and vintage furniture. So as you can imagine, for some reason there was such an influx of estate sales happening oh, oh my god so over. many dead people so many dead so people. many dead people and they would let us into these houses of course we had like masks and gloves on but i'm just like they're not telling us how these old people died and i'm pretty oh. sure like there were yeah. so many estate sales oh christ i'm so sorry <laughs> i'm so sorry old people who i'm died. sorry they died but you know what <laughs> they fucking saved my ass during right right because you had pandemic. you had rent to pay I had rent, so, so I mm-hmm. took their dead their things. I went through all their stuff as dead people, um, and I was flipping. So like, I would flip um, like rattan furniture was really hot during the pandemic. A lot of like rattan, <laughs> a lot of bamboo, eighties, mid centuries, always kind of in, but it's kind of going out of fashion. Like that dark wood is like boo. People want like yeah. light wood and rattans and stuff, and like more mm-hmm. tropical. What they call like, uh, I think it's called like jungle. It sounds bit racist. Real? Yeah, yeah. Not even a bit. <laughs> Do you know it's what I'm talking like, about? Oh, c- completely. I watched all of the Tarzan movies. So sadly, that's what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah. It's like so. called jungle low style. I don't like yeah. saying it out loud. But it's like this very like tropical. Right right now, I can tell you what's coming into fashion is art, is art deco. Art deco is coming back oh, real hard. Art deco. Art deco, but but with like bohemian rattan vibes and colors <laughs> and comfy is like what's in. So I would just go okay. to these dead people's houses and be like, what can I find? And I found like, I mean, I would find some really cool, really cool stuff. Um, old like Tiffany lamps that weren't actual Tiffany's because those are $30,000. Right, right. Yeah. Um, but like Tiffany but, but lamps. Like the- 
the re the remakes, which are actually yeah. kind of valuable too. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Especially if they're from you know the fifties and sixties. So oh, yeah. I have like a yeah. nineteen seventy five one that I bought that. Um, oh, I resold. Oh my god, I had bought from a thrift store these nineteen forties lamps of these uh, flamenco dancers in ch- in uh, what's called chalkware, mm-hmm. which is like the really like flaky light. It's very fragile. Yeah. They were worth probably about $800. I sold them for 400 and then they broke in transit. Oh, yeah. 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 Same with I bought. So were you working for yourself? For or were you like, I'm I'm an estate salesperson. I will go through this this home yep. and essentially try to find the treasures, but also get rid of the stuff that isn't treasures? Like... What if they just have like a circular saw or a well, table saw? Sometimes you're like, okay, I need this. Like I, you know, there's like a, you know, the great thing about that place, that stuff is like they've all the kitchenware that you're like, well, I know I need some wine glasses. Uh, get right, twenty five cent wine glasses. Yeah. But also, too, is a lot of the estate sales were in much older houses. We're like in ha- like L.A. old houses. So I went to one house in Glendale. I got this built in the seventies. You guys, old house. Oh, this was thirties. This was a built ooh, in the thirties. It the had 1930s. a dark wood library, like with green velvet chair. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. cigarette smoking, beautiful. It was an old set designer. She died, but then she also had like all this crazy art and a huge collection of photography of um, that nineteen twenties. 30s film um, actress. She was in um, Sunset Boulevard. Oh, yeah. Uh, that name is gonna just. We're everybody's shouting. Everybody's shouting it at at their like iPods. <laughs> everybody who's still got their iPods <laughs> and they're listening to their podcast on this are shouting. They're saying, "Oh, Sunset Boulevard, that woman." And um, yeah, so that that movie. Um, was with uh yeah she was she had swanson yeah swanson what's her first name um it was a billy wilder movie <laughs> gloria swanson <laughs> gloria swanson there we go so, william holden gloria swanson eric von stronheim there so this go. woman had trunks full of photos of gloria swanson i don't oh, know why but just trunks of them and she had all this spooky. art very spooky <laughs> and she had like just gorgeous vintage antique furniture that has not seen the light of day because it's been in this house since the 1940s. You know what I mean? Like, and then there was this other house that I went to that was, um, it was actually used in movies and it's this old mansion in West Adams. And it's just like, you go to these places, then you get to learn about this area. So it's this old mansion, in West Adams and West Adams is this crazy neighborhood where it's like, the poverty level of like wealthy to poor is so drastic and crazy by like one street, but it's old Mm -hmm. Hollywood, right? So all the old craftsman mansions are there. This was like a Georgian mansion that clearly needed to be condemned. But in the attic was 40 years worth of set design from movies. Wow. You know, so you just like, you go in and it's just like a museum that you can sometimes buy shit from. Right, right, because you. So you, what, what are you doing in these houses? You're, I mean, is it just you? No, or, so it's or like do a, you hire people? I go, but there's, I mean, people do this professionally where they get up early or they make connections to get the really good stuff. But it's also like you can still get a lot of really good deals and stuff, and not have to be like you know on the up and up with the person. Great time to go to is the last day if you don't really care, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. websites like well, a state. like if you're not looking for something very very specific yeah. if you go the last day you might find like a treasure exactly so like I went to one of the first ones I went to of the season of the, of the season of death of like <laughs> last fall was um, uh, I went to this on the last day I ended up buying two tall 1960s lamps for like 50 bucks for both for a set of matching vintage lamps which blew my brain right um and they so just, what you're they doing is you're buying stuff you're buying stuff and then you're reselling it you're mm-hmm. flipping it that's what that's what the words flipping flip furniture mm-hmm. that's so what it means i okay. sold like a lot of lamps over i sold a lot of chairs i sold like i would go 
And I, I have, I have to tell you, I did a dork forest about surfing, and my, my weirdest question of Marie, uh, Valeriano was, where did you park? So here's my question <laughs> <laughs> about flipping furniture. Who packed it? <laughs> the shipping. So, so, so I would only do locally because oh, okay. <laughs> I'm very bad at packing stuff. Apparently, I've broken everything I've tried to ship. I right now have to ship these crystal glasses that I flipped at a estate sale. Again, this stuff you don't know. I got a set of twelve red crystal glasses for ten bucks because it was the last day. They're like, just get rid of these. Yeah. And I Google it, and I just sold them for five hundred dollars. Right. So you just have to make sure that they get there in one piece. Well, I broke one. Is that the deal? (gasps) So my set of 12 is now 11. But still, it's like stuff like that where it's like Mm -hmm. people just don't know. They don't know what they have. And if you just take a little bit of time to Google some shit, you'll find out some cool stuff that like you have something way more valuable. My mother-in-law has a racially insensitive wine holder. You know what? Um, <laughs> yeah. It has a place. I don't know where. It, uh, hopefully, uh, she's hoping to give it to a black family. Yeah. And then they can do whatever they want with it. And they can, you know, because we don't know who it was made by. Like, if it was made by an artisan who happened to be black, then it holds some credence. Yes. For, because it it's just essentially a waiter. It's folk art. It's folk art, and it's just a, a a a waiter, a guy dressed as a waiter, and you slide a a wine bottle into these spaces. Yeah, it's not, you know, it isn't that statue next to the Natural History Museum yeah. in New York, where people where those where the Native Americans are looking up at Roosevelt adoringly. It sounds um, like it also be a nineteen eighties Pier One Imports. <laughs> oh, the, I believe it was from the forties or fifties. Okay. But I have to say that, yeah, Pier 1 Imports would definitely knock that off. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, Benetton would have made a sweater. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so I'm. it's not ideal. Uh, there so. is a museum actually in, I think it's in Michigan, that is, I, I wanted to go to it, but I didn't get a chance to. It is a museum of basically that kind of advertising of African-Americans like through history mm-hmm. and it's, it's a black owned museum, but it's kind of like a, that's cool. I went yeah. to the native American version of that at crazy horse in yeah. South Dakota and crazy horses, uh, art museum, uh, in South Dakota, South Dakota. Yeah. Is, um, is curated by native Americans and they have some of the most racist BS yeah. in the world. And all the little cards are like, this is very cool. It's from the turn of the eight. 18- 19th century um please do not call us these names this is not okay uh, but it is cool that this is over 100 years old or yes. this is cool that these these this artist you know actually depicted our our ancestors lives yeah in a relatively realistic there this there is some record uh but it happens to be on bubblegum cards uh with <laughs> some sort of crazy ass you know dialogue weird shit please yeah understand the context of this yeah yes so i mean you you know i've definitely come across oh man i did one estate sale in new york back in like 2013 and it was this it was this house from the 30s and the interesting thing was the the woman who died in it she hadn't hadn't changed the kitchen since the 30s everything was 1930s kitchen it was awesome that's cool it was great but so her husband was a famous um radio announcer during the war during world war ii and so in the basement okay what was it murrow no it wasn't no i forget Uh, it was but so in the basement was all of his scripts from the war that he would read over the radio um but also he was a voice actor so i got one of his cards and the, um, like, you know, in our resumes, it says what accents we could probably do. Oh, um, the accents right. that we could do were very Not racially good. insensitive. Not good. Not good, buddy. You're like, oh, so you can be a dick is what you're yeah. telling me. Yeah. Fantastic. And it was like, and, oh, he was actually the original voice of Popeye on the radio. Oh, really? Yeah. So you can Google that. him if you want. You don't right. have to. But he's right. a guy. He's a but guy. he's a person. You can look up the person to, to say to yourself, oh, that guy. Yeah, All I right. did um, I did buy his, what are called joppers. Do you know what those are? 
Uh-uh. Those are the 1940s pants that had the weird side shit. Like, oh. And so they were laced on the calf and then kind of booted out on the side. Yeah, yeah. They're kind of puffy. Mm-hmm. In the, so in the I midst. bought those and I ended up selling those to like a reenactor on eBay. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, cool. Um, all right. Well, I want to know. Have you did? Was there hauntings there? Because I know you're ghosty too. I love ghosty. My fear is that I'll bring something home that will be haunted. Um, there's definitely like there is something to going to these houses where the person is dead and going through their shit and taking home very personal stuff. Mm-hmm, like I have mm-hmm. a lot of um yearbooks from like the yeah. 40s that have very special messages to these people, right? Oh, right. Yeah, so. Yeah. Or I have, um, you know, I've t- I've taken photographs or I've bought like photographs of their family. I had like for a while I had a a family Bible from the 1830s that I had um, had picked up at a, at a garage sale in Holyoke, Massachusetts. Wow! So it's like you have these things that clearly hold the hold energy of the person, and then like you wonder, well, is it? Could it be haunted? I haven't is had. It, is anything. it full of ectoplasm? No, you haven't had a bad <laughs> is one. <it> coming? Is <laughs> <laughs> Why does it look like my furniture came? <laughs> I don't remember this being quite so drippy. <laughs> so anyway, why is my chaise longue so so creamy right now? Um, yeah, I mean, like I, I, like I thought about that. There's stuff like I won't buy. Like I won't buy a Ouija, a Ouija board for sure. We have a Hellboy Ouija board that I got for Andy when we were dating, <laughs> because uh, the movie Hellboy had just come out, and I knew he liked comic books, and we were just dating. Yeah. I didn't know if he liked Ouija boards. Have you guys I used just, it? No, it's just we put we. He, it's it's in our kitchen. It's above the door. He just he put it up on the wall and so oh, there's okay. and the little slidey thing that you make move by shaking it planchette is it a planchette yeah that's uh, what it's called that uh is probably in the box that he no doubt kept because he always keeps the box yeah okay good, good for him yeah, yeah you need it and, uh, yeah you're I gonna need the box so like i won't buy things like that um sometimes you can feel just like energy in a house definitely even even if people coming and going there's like Times that I've been like alone in a room or like on the floor by myself, and it just feels like weird. Like the uh, I was picking up a I bought a 1940s bar cart from a woman on Facebook Marketplace right. um, to to redo because I also sometimes what I'll do is I'll refinish furniture too for fun because okay. I'm like well, why not? Mm-hmm. Um, and she was cleaning out her mother's house, and there was definitely like a dark vibe to that house that you could just feel right and she was the only one working in the house and like you know was also telling me weird stuff about her family that sounded like they might be abusive um <laughs> telltale heart did you hear any 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 heartbeats <laughs> did you hear any you get any i did not um <laughs> but i so i moved into this apartment um in may and you moved in the last year uh yeah last not this year but 2020 i moved shrewd shrewd because i was All like right. you know what uh cheaps probably get a deal good got a deal yeah. but what i found out is that the person who lived here before died so well, at some point somebody died everywhere that is true but so yeah. i moved in here and weird stuff was happening like i would put things down and then they would be somewhere else um at do one you live point alone? i do live alone <laughs> <laughs> did you sage? Was it my Have you saged? <laughs> I saged. Um, there was like one point where I found my dog's leash like shoved in a shelf that like I would not have put it there. That's the dog. That's the dog. Uh, I don't know if yeah. shoved it. She's <laughs> this tall. The shelf was up here. I think she would have to do some real weird gymnastics. But just like stuff where, you know, I remember putting a needle down when I was sewing and then turning around, the needle was gone. And then the next day, I found the needle like in a doorway, um, and just like little things like that. And then I, I was telling my mom, I was like, "Mom, I think my house is haunted." She's like, "Shut up," because uh, she's a Russian lady, doesn't give a shit. Right. And um, you know, you got to get the right Russian lady. You really, you true. If, if, Kira Sultanovich 
We'll talk to you about the hauntings. And uh, she's Soviet Russian, though. Oh, yeah. So it's... Yeah. Uh, My mom is Soviet yeah. Russian, but she she's, has no time. For, sure. Well, for ghosts. you know what? I love that. I love that. I love that there's different people in, with different the same ancestry. It yeah. just means that uh, humanity remains uh, <laughs> consistent <laughs> in the fact that you're going to either get uh, a spooky old Russian lady or you're going to get a, a, a very uh, pragmatic old Russian lady. Yeah, that's, that and what, literally, it's like, I don't have time for this shit, Jenny, okay? <laughs> oh, your house is haunted, so <laughs> grow up. Like, that's my mom. <laughs> Yeah, people are dying, okay? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> By the way, I am talking with Jenny Zagrino, you guys. It's Hi. J-E-N-N-Y-Z-I-G-R-I-N-O. At Jenny Zagrino everywhere and at Jenny Zagrino Comedy on TikTok. Thank you. Uh, feel free uh, to check out her stand-up comedy. And if you like it, find her GoFundMe, uh, which is uh, all linkable on her Instagram, uh, which will pay for her, her special. And I'm, if you could throw, you know, 20 bucks or 20 grand, uh, do it. Yeah. Because uh, she's I got people. 20 grand. <laughs> right, right. Lose 20 grand. Right. Knock I'll yourselves out. 20, no big deal. Right. Um, so, so I, so, so then maybe like a few weeks after moving in, I got a letter from the uh, cemetery up the street. That was like a survey that was like, how are we doing? <laughs> Could we be the ones to bury you? I love those. I <laughs> love like those us ads. to bury you? <laughs> and then a few weeks later, the woman who lived here called me and she's like, I'm looking for this letter. Has it shown up? And I was like, no, but I'm getting all this mail for this guy. And she was like, oh, that's my husband. He died six months ago um, in the hospital. And I was like, oh, okay. And like for a while there, I was like waking up pretty consistently at 3 a.m. every night and like um, feeling like in the corner of my room, like there was like a dude and, you know, I kind of had to like have a talk with whoever was here and being like, yo, uh, your family's not here anymore. You're welcome to hang out, but don't ever show yourself to me. <laughs> right. Please don't yeah. freak me out. Yeah. It's and occasionally yeah. like I hear, I'll hear like weird things in the house. Like I had a, a new table that I had bought or a, an estate sale table that I had bought. And um, I heard three very distinct knocks on it from when I was in my office. And there's no, there's nothing that could have done that. Right. Right. Just weird shit. Yeah. So so just noises. Just Just noises. I think, I think sometimes like the veil becomes like there is a veil between whatever then and now. And it just, it gets a little thin and then they just show up and are like, hey, what's up? And then they go back. Hey, what's up? And do you think this has anything to do with Halloween? Because we are right around Halloween right now. No, this has been going on consistently for a year. Over Easter. It, and it wasn't Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. It's been happening. He did not show up. He was not like, hey, Christmas. He was born then. There's no ghosts at Christmas. Oh, except for the Marley Brothers. But um, I look, I, I do every day. I listen to ghost stories every day. And I watch every ghost day. adventures. There's this. Have podcast. you seen ghosts? The on show? HBO Max on HBO Max. Have you seen I, ghosts? Well, I auditioned for that show, so and I didn't get it. Oh, so the, I, the so American I version. don't watch things that I, uh, <laughs> I didn't get. Let me tell you something about, the, about it. The British version is an entire improv troupe who landed a sitcom. That's amazing. Hilarious. Yes, it's kind of amazing because they also have chemistry. That you can't recreate with just actors in the first season. And it takes, uh, you know, you got to be in the trenches together doing weird freeze tag or whatever improv people do. But I, that's <laughs> with 12th the ball, century. Just uh, throwing a ball <laughs> word around. Ball, word ball. Word ball. <laughs> <laughs> did you, okay, so did you like the first season of the Ghost, of Ghosts that came out on HBO? Uh, HBO Max, the British version, the first two episodes, I was like, eh, eh. Third season, I'm so in. You're there so are three into it. Se- yeah, there's three seasons. It's um, you know the premise because they're trying to do a remake here at the United States, but um, it is adorable. Mm-hmm. It is uh, really funny, and it has really good chemistry between these eight people. And in the in the basement uh, is a, a trench that had plague. It's a it's a it's a it's a trench full of people. There's a there's like. A, it looks like about 60 ghosts are down every time they have to go like a deal with like the, the, the electrical. Yeah. 
or the furnace. They have to go into the basement, and there's always 60 people down there who are in a plague pit. <laughs> See, I, I love that. I love, I love anything that has ghosts in it. Uh, the American version I won't watch, but that's just my own, my uh, ego getting in the way. Right, which is right. Fine. that's just ego, which is fine. Which and, is uh, fine. I was also yeah. going through like like I auditioned. I literally auditioned, and then the next day I went into recovery um, for an eating disorder, and then and then I got a call back that was like, "You're second in line to get this role." And so I'm like, oh, cool. But then also like, oh, fuck, I just started my recovery. So it was yeah. like this whole kind of mind fuck. And then I ended up not getting it. And then and then I was like, well, fuck, now I got to be in fucking therapy for the next four months. What about, what? how'd recovery go? Fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. It's uh, right. You were just like, well, at least you didn't have to say I can't do the callback because I'm in um, I'm, I'm in lockdown. Uh, you know, uh, I 100 yeah. percent would have said fuck recovery. I'm going to go be an actress. <laughs> I'll, been like, I'll fix it next year. Set. I'll eat. I'll fix it next year <laughs> with a giant bag of money. Yep. And uh, yeah, as and long then as I get to go to a nice recovery and not fucking the one my insurance paid for, which was up the street and then i got kicked <laughs> out because insurance was like you're cured now right you're good oh fantastic i'm so glad i'm so ha- i'm so happy for you congratulations thank you thank you yeah, our healthcare yeah. system is broken yeah um, exactly. <laughs> so many things <laughs> so many things are broken um but what i what i because i have a bit that's on my new album you guys coming out the 16th wait a minute ah, it's coming out season- this very day the day that this drops is the day recording? that my, the day, no, the, oh, well, the day, day that, we're dropping uh, it. Yeah. The day that this <sighs> will come out is the day that Staycation, now available everywhere, you guys, uh, feel free to uh, buy it and thumbs it up, thumbs it up. Oh, but here's yeah. the scoop. Um, one of the, because I have a lot of friends that are into ghosts. Mm-hmm. Karen Rontowski. Do you know Karen Rontowski? Oh, Karen Tar- has done my tarot numerous times and she's been right. So many Almost, times. So many times. Yeah. She's actually really good at it. In addition to being a great comic, Karen Rodowski, yes. she's actually super empathetic and kind of has a real good vibe for uh, for the sort of paranormal. And uh, I don't know anything about it. Every time I think there's a ghost, I'm like, is there? Is the house settling? What's happening? And so I, I, I let it. I'm your mother, essentially, where I'm just like... I don't have time for this. You guys, if, if you if you want to be ghosts, go be ghosts in a different room, please. If you want to be ghosts. That's, you know what, that's such a great that's, line. That's how you got to talk to them. You got to be like, look, I don't, I don't, I ain't got time for this shit. You want to move stuff around? Fine. I've like, I've definitely like had lost things in the house and been like, yo, dude, just like, please give me my stuff. I have to go. <laughs> I have a mic to go to. I don't have time for these ghostly games. Like just yes. give me back right. my keys. Right. Um, just give me back my keys. I, <laughs> I'm looking for the dog leash. The dog wants to go out. Let us let the dog out. There was one time, there was one time I was doing, I was meditating in my room and it's okay. This is, this is going to sound all sorts of crazy. But when I'm on my period, I'm definitely much more like psychic and like uh, energy stuff. It's like, you know, many things energy. are happening. A lot yeah. of things are happening. I remember I was meditating and I went on, I had to meditate on something. And in the middle of me meditating, a plant fell on me. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that was weird. And so I like put the plant back up and I was like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to go back to meditating and like focus on this thing. So I went back to meditating and then immediately a bird hit my window. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to get out of the room. I just feel like I'm gonna, someone doesn't are want you, me in this room right now. Are you I'm using this room? I take it you're using this room. Would you like me <laughs> to go say, somewhere maybe else? Maybe just like jerking off in the back. Exactly. It's a... Go. <laughs> oh my God. My ghost loves to jerk it. No big deal. No big deal. Is it? Um, that's the weird thing. Is 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 we're we're now assigning uh, gender and sexuality to your ghost when it's just a floating, floating brain box. Yeah, but he might also have a floating dick attached he to might his have floating a, brain well, box. Well, I saw I saw that ghost movie with Patrick Swayze. There, he had a you, ghost you, dick. He had a ghost dick. Uh, Did they fuck? They fucked in that movie. They fucked. They ghost they fucked. fucked. Yeah, I think they ghost fucked. Um. 
This one's definitely going to have the explicit on it, you guys. Oh, yeah, sorry, Because we guys. keep saying go. A lot of fucking. <laughs> That'll happen. So, but, uh, so what I want to know, so, um, I don't know. I, uh, tell me more about antiques, I guess. Oh, I don't know. I what, what are you on gonna... and on. Okay, well, what do you want to know? Like, what do you, what do you like? Like, is there an era that you like? Is there, like... Well, you know, Andy Andy designed our kitchen okay. because we have a nineteen. The house was built in nineteen fifty two. Okay, great. We so bought you definitely this house. Ghosts in there. So, well, this house was built in nineteen fifty two. It has never been renovated. <laughs> it had the same electrical system when we moved in. Oh no! We, we what? As of right now, we have we got an amazing deal. But let me tell you about the flipping of this house, and I believe in transparency. But so we bought this house in 2004. And when I say we, I mean Andy, who worked at PlayStation, <laughs> Sony PlayStation. So I moved in, and then we married, and then I became half owner of a house. Yes. So, but he bought this house, and but the people who sold him this house uh, flipped it. So in so it was a shitty flip. Yeah, so it was like 2002, they bought it for like $150,000, yep. this house. Two bedroom, one bath, Van Nuys, California. Um, Give out your five, address, let them know. 5,000 square foot lot. <laughs> and uh, so they, they sold it two years later to Andy, to us, for $350,000. Okay. So Still a good deal in terms of now, but... Well, and now, supposedly it's worth $750,000, which 100%. is banana land. Banana yeah. land. Because it is a 966-square-foot house. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it is adorable, and this is what I liked about it when we were looking at houses, because this is how he asked me to move in. He was like, I'm thinking of buying a house. I'd love you to help me pick it out and move Aww. into it with me. And I was like... That sounds terrifying. Because uh, we had been dating for almost a year, a little bit less than a year. Okay. And he was like, it's going to take six months. Don't sweat it. When we found the house, he was like, I said, what do you think about me subletting my apartment? Because it was uh, one bedroom in Van Nuys, four fifty a month. Oh, my uh, God. What? With off-street parking. and um, And he said... It doesn't feel like you're really committed to the relationship, but I understand you got some trust issues. Do whatever you got to do. <laughs> and I said, okay, I'll give it up. I'll give it up. Yeah. And uh, and that house, that that apartment right now goes for eighteen hundred dollars a month or whatever. <laughs> and so, um, but the so when we were looking for the house, he was like, "What do you want out of a house?" And I said, "I want it. I want a house to grow old in. So I want it to be one floor." Yeah. One story. I also um, want there to be a gas stove and I want there to be a backyard so that it, I could do a vegetable garden if I got inspired. Yeah. And he was like, I want citrus trees. And um, and I was like, and I need a bathtub. And he's like, it'll have a bathtub. Anyway, so, uh, but the, so it has all of those things, but it is very small, but it is one floor and there's literally like three steps to get into the house mm -hmm. and out of the house. So I can be 78 years old and live in this house. That's true. That's that's the greatest thing about it. Put a ramp on it if you, if you need to. If you, we, we put a railing up for his mom and I just sprained my ankle and I was able to use that rail because that <laughs> railing's pretty sweet now. <laughs> See, that's, but that's that, great. Like that's, Okay. But with the, so we never did anything to the house. Okay. Uh, the, uh, we painted one wall 10 years later. Uh, I hated our kitchen floor. It just had this sort. It was it was the original 1950s floor. See, I love so, that linoleum. It was no, it wasn't. It it had been replaced, but it was linoleum and it was gross. Oh, it was probably and like it, 70s linoleum or some shit. Yes, and so we hired. Uh, he hired a guy to come in and rip it up. And what I love is that he hired a guy to come rip it up, and they found asbestos. Sick. Because they didn't do it in the right order. You're supposed to just peel it up and then check for asbestos and then peel it up. And they went right down. They're like, oh, there's asbestos. This is going to cost an extra three grand. And uh, and so Andy was like. Just so you know, everything has asbestos in it from the 50s. Your tiles yeah. have asbestos. Everything in the house has asbestos. Everything. Yes, absolutely everything. And so Andy was like, well, you're fired. 
for doing it wrong. And I was like, you fired a contractor? That's gutsy stuff. And then well, he you found like, a... That's so hot, babe. It's super hot. It's so hot. And then he found a new one. And it was slightly more expensive, but we went in with the knowledge that we were going to have to, you know, and he designed our kitchen floor. Cause, and what I said was I wanted our kitchen floor to look like a Doris Day movie. What? I wanted it. I wanted it to have that color palette. Okay. Those bright, those bright sort of uh, red, blue, you know. Yeah. And so it is a very brightly colored uh, and the, the, the tile that they used is essentially it's a commercial industrial tile. So he's like, when we actually redo the kitchen, we're going to blow out this wall and that wall, and we're going to actually have seating for more than three people in this kitchen. Yep. And, um, and I was like, I don't want to touch this house. I want to leave it. And then when we die and we sell it to somebody, they will completely burn it to the ground and build a McMansion and it'll be whatever it is. Right. Mm -hmm. But, um, but I think that the the floor is super cute. It's got it, it's diamonds and and then a border, a red border, and then blue and yellow diamonds. So it's very fit. It's like got that fifties vibe 60s to it. Vibe so you're like, yeah, it feels like your vibe is going to be like this tiki nineteen fifties. Like I liked, um, I like this bohemian rattan vibe, except for I hate rattan and bamboo. Okay, but I like our I like our deco. <laughs> Um, but if that's going to be expensive now, we shouldn't, we shouldn't look into that. Well, okay. So there are lots of things you can do to your existing furniture to kind of give it that vibe, right? So it's a lot about geometric shapes. It's about curves. So like arches are really in right now. A lot of like arches, you could paint on your wall, an arch or a mural. Murals are in. Everyone loves a fucking mural. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, it's about like bringing in more of like, these kind of are a little bit more organic. It's like a more organic Art Deco. So if you look at the 1930s, 1940s, so Art Deco is like 20s to the 40s. Okay. It's very like these like repeating um, geometric shapes. Like uh, think of pretty much any post office in downtown Los Angeles is like okay. an Art Deco building, right? The... um. Uh, I don't know, you know, I feel like I'm sounding like I'm an expert. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about most of the time. But like, um, <laughs> but, but you love it. I love it. So like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, there was a, a style of like dresser that's called like a waterfall dresser. So okay. like, it's the dressers that they go and they curve down versus like a square top. Right. Okay. So you can get like curved furniture. Um, Right now, very like pastel-y pinks and mint greens are kind of in. So like okay. pink and mint green is a great uh, color, but also like a lot of like sage or emerald green. So it's like it's either going to be this kind of sandy vibe or you're going to get these really rich tones, like rich purples and uh, emerald greens to kind of bring back like the luxury that was like Art Deco of like the 1920s, 1930s. Not so much. There was not a lot of luxury going around. Okay. At fair the enough. Time. Fair enough. Uh -huh. um, you can always bring that kind of stuff in. Plants. Is a great way also to to like bring that kind of energy, that bohemian energy, especially into the house. Sure, sure. If you're gonna do like a bohemian style, like vintage stuff, I would look for personally. I know you don't like rattan <laughs> or yeah. bamboo, but I, I look. For I think like, in a previous in a previous life, I was tortured to death with bamboo. Probably, probably. Uh, that's what I why I, I don't know why I don't like it, but I do not. <laughs> I. I cannot get into the 1970s dark wood, like um, what's called, it's, I think it's called Mediterranean style. Oh. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like it's the 70s and it's very like almost like opulent, but dark wood and like plastic and shit. It's bad. It's, we're, we're sort of the, 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 on the walls, you mean, where everything's sort of, we, we had a fake brick wallpaper on our on our walls in the 70s that's fabulous that was, it was it was so fabulous in the kitchen it was just in the kitchen it was it looked a gray brick if you were very far away from it which was very hard because the kitchen wasn't that big and but it was puffy like it was 3d <gasps> And if you There's touched so much it, asbestos in that shit. Uh, it was <laughs> empty. You, not you could mutate it. Uh, oh my god! Why am I not? Are you kidding? My mother drank like a fish when I was in the in the womb. <laughs> and uh, why am I not mutated? Why don't I? And uh, but 
I know that, um, I know that there's so much, like, what is your favorite thing, that sort of 50s thing? Or do you like so more of a 20s vibe? It the used, Great Gatsby. It, I used to like it. I don't like mid-century furniture anymore as much because I'm not, uh, it's just. Have you seen too much of it? Or? I've seen too much. I feel like it's overplayed. Um, I have a couple of mid-century pieces, like, in my bedroom. My dresser is very mid-century, but it's also got a lot of nice curves to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like what's happening now when it veers too much into the eighties. Cause the eighties was also a repetition of art deco. Okay. Um, I, I don't like it as much cause it just reminds me too much of like growing up in like the Midwest, <laughs> um, and like just bad black lacquer furniture. Oh, that black lacquer. When, when, when I moved early eighties, Nancy and my dad, my stepmom, my dad, my stepmom got all black lacquer, white carpeting, black lacquer bed and matching end tables that my father still has, by the way. Oh my God. Are they like a shell? It's like got a shell design to it. Yeah. Yeah. That's very eighties, but also that's kind of taking from the art deco of like the thirties. And it's super bow chicka bow bow, where you're just like, oh, oh yeah. do you guys still do it? Thanks. Too they much definitely info. did. Yeah, <laughs> they definitely yeah, they did. do. They're all up in it. <laughs> um, now, like, I here's the thing is I've tried so for so long to, like, have more of a better style in, like, the furniture that I have. It always ends up being medieval, and I can't fucking help it. Like, medieval. I always go to, like, medieval um Victorian vibes okay. and i'm just like steampunk Ugh. steampunk no no okay don't okay. dare <laughs> I, I don't mind steampunk i own a pair of amelia i have a, a an amelia air hat that's what i've got i've got a, a fake amelia air hat that's okay where, with, with goggles that's good times for me that's 1920s there you go that's the 20s, yeah. <laughs> the 20s. <laughs> but, but medieval, like, about steampunk is it's just historically inaccurate in every way shape and form and you, don't, you don't want a submarine that's shaped like a fish but has a periscope because we no, have a we have made a sculpture. Of wood. <laughs> it's actually made of fake brass, I think. <laughs> it's all fucking brass. Like, look, I love brass. Love a brass. Love a copper. But this fucking why do you have a monocle on your hat? It's very <laughs> makes no you, sense. You don't want you don't want to collect typewriters. <laughs> I uh, I. <laughs> I don't I don't mind steampunk. It's uh but that's cuz some of that stuff just it makes me laugh and it's just a cool it's it has great toy value for me quite honestly. True. But medieval, medieval makes me think that you're you want to serve people food in, in like one bowl in I mean, like I a kind trencher. Of would love to do that. Yeah, that you're just like great. here it is. Here's the meats on this side, the veggies yeah. on that side. Work your way. Work your I, way that way. I wish my style was more minimalistic, kind of like Almost like a, a desert Airbnb kind of feel to it, but it just always ends up being so like, almost like, not brutalist isn't the way to say it. Brutalist architecture is like that 70s architecture. That's like, if you uh, ever think of the um, uh, city uh, in Massachusetts, the in Boston, the, the city hall Worcester. is brutalist. Okay. Is it oh, like a? I I once uh, I was la- about two years ago when when there was still traveling, I was yes. in Eastern Europe f- performing for the troops, and we went to a uh, a place that used to be a Soviet uh, a, a Soviet base, yeah, and it was the most depressing. I mean, gulag looking, oh yeah, brutalist, and I was like, what is happening? Yeah, and then the, that was I think Bulgaria, and then in Romania, the Soviets had come in and for some reason the Bulgarians got involved or the Romanians got involved and it looked like a fake American Western town. That's crazy. It was hilarious <laughs> and also super spooky. It was a little too much. I wonder how haunted that shit is. That looks pretty so fucking Soviet ghosts. Oh my god, there's a lot of lot of Soviet ghosts in all of all of Eastern Europe. My mom, so and, my mom took us to St. Petersburg, and she told me at the time, this was a few years ago, but the old Soviet buildings, the apartment buildings, are worth a lot because they're so well constructed and like bunkers. serviceable. Yeah, so you can't hear your neighbors. Like oh, here, wow. I can hear my neighbors all the time, but like. Mm-hmm. Those buildings, it's fucking concrete, concrete. You cannot hear anybody. Right. So what what you want to do is you want to build one of those brutalist uh, apartment buildings and then put like a facade on it that makes it human. 
Yes. And then uh and then allow some decoration within because soundproofing's huge. It's um I, I saw an article where I read a um I, I saw a tiny snippet of a like a little docu thing, mm-hmm. a documentary kind of thing about um there are these 150 square foot apartments outside uh inside Tokyo for 20 and 30 somethings mm-hmm. where there's no room for a chair. So you can, and then it's got, it's a loft, it's a bunk bed. You've purchased essentially a bunk bed. And if you sit on the floor, you can reach your microwave, you can reach your fridge, you can reach the door, you can, um, and then you go up into your bed and watch TV and play on your laptop. That sounds so depressing. So depressing. I was like, this is not a wise use of space. I was in Hong Kong and the guy that booked me, uh, had like a 150, 200 square foot apartment. And his bed was like a Murphy bed. He was like, you, you there was room to put yeah. like a tiny desk and a tiny kitchen and a tiny all. It was small, but it was a whole place where you could live yeah. as opposed to a locker. Like this thing seemed like you were living in a locker. That's insane. I, I in New York, like, when we were looking at apartments, we looked at all the pre-wars. It was like 12, 1300 square feet to a family. Like it was like regular shit. And yeah. even now, yeah. modern apartments, I'm like, how, how do people raise families for three, like $3,700 and you get 700 square feet? Yeah. And you're supposed well, to have like a family. We, we had less than, we had probably 1200 square feet with five kids. My brother. That's a lot of kids. We were stacked on top of each other like cordwood. Yeah, it sounds like it wasn't great. It was one bathroom, and it was uh, it was a lot of work. It was uh, there was some scheduling issues. Yeah, and uh, (laughs) but we all selling me on this. No, no, I'm not saying it was a positive experience. (laughs) I'm just saying, like, what would you like in an ideal world? What would your what would your sort of would you want to have like a small house and decorated to the nines? What would that look like? So my ideal is I would love to have a three bedroom house with a back house um, in the mountains. I don't want to live in L.A. I would like to live in like the mountains, actually, like up in like Altadena, that okay. area. Yeah. Um, uh, very cute. Um, and I would love to have an older house, but they suck. And there's so much work. Right, there and a lot of work. dead people. There's always ghosts in all those fucking houses. Right. New houses, though. Somebody might have died in it. That's and true. So, or you might right. even get haunted by, like, someone died near the house or some shit. Right. Um, or someone died on that spot and when it was Neanderthal times. Exactly. And that guy's still hanging out. Like the guy in Ghosts, the British version. <laughs> the Neanderthal one. The Neanderthal guy <laughs> who was always like, Muna. There is the Muna. And that's what he calls the moon. Oh, because it's always been there before yeah. the house. Yeah. I wonder why, like, if people know they're dead, why they don't just move on? Because sometimes they don't. But if they do, what's here? <laughs> what's so great? <laughs> what's what's keeping you here, guys? What's keeping you here? You, you yeah. really liked your your uh, two bedroom apartment that much? <laughs> what are it's you like, hoping, come on, to- dude? Go, go what, away. what are you hoping for? What are you hoping yeah. for? And uh, anyway. But yeah, so like in Altadena, if if you had just sort of a small craftsman, like one of those ones that's in Pasadena or South Pass. like a cute craftsman. Yeah, ideally, and, and then like I would a, move. Then like a guest house in the back. Yeah. I mean, ideally, I'd move back east and I'd buy an 18th century home. Interesting. And like Cambridge. I'd also be very wealthy. <laughs> you would have to be. And then, but if you bought an 18th century, those are always two stories. I'm fine with that. Well, now. But 40 years from now, when you're 75 years old. I just will never go upstairs ever again. Right, right. You'll be just like, I'm going to need an elevator. Yep. And I'm going to need one of those chairs that goes up the the staircase. Or, or, okay, do you ever watch, um, uh, fuck, what is it? It's on Netflix. (laughs) It's a British show about people who build their dream homes. Uh, No. Okay. Well, it's the show there, and I would love to build a crazy dream home in the middle of, like, the hills of Yorkshire. Oh, wow. All right. And, yeah. And then also... um, In England? In England, Like, Yorkshire, England. Yeah. All right. I'm done with America. Why are we here? And then then sort of you run out and 
see those people from Wuthering Heights and their bad life choices. Yep. Uh, all right. And I go, right. Mr. Darcy, was that, is that British? I forget. That is, that is, that's Jane Austen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, sure. Maybe she um, was from Georgia. You never know. You don't know. She's from Savannah. Soviet Georgia. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jenny know it has been an hour. Thank you. What a great hour it was. It was, a, we meandered, but it was super fun. We yeah, learned things I did, I, about I each other. I tend to meander a lot. That's Oh my God. <laughs> Welcome to the dork forest. <laughs> Where just we just want, talk. I just want to be around old shit. I mean, I currently am around a lot of old shit because I should probably clean my house, but. Oh, can I show you? Let me show you something that I, that sure. I bought. That I think is fun. Everyone should know that the things behind me, by the way, are merch. Uh, yes. Sorting merch on the bed in the guest room. So I bought this What'd at an antique buy? store, and it's like a little thing that says antiques. The only one interested in the, what your grandmother had was your grandfather. I get it. Huh? Come on. Huh? Bow, chicka, bow, huh? bow. And that's like a tapestry of some sort. Yeah. That's like a little bit of cross stitch going on. It's a little bit of cross stitch. I don't know where it came from, but I bought it. Because you want it up there. Because that, yeah. you know what that is? Old timey dick joke. That's that was that literally was it's an old timey pussy joke. That's what that was. Right, right. Which yeah. uh, are even rarer. That's guys. covered in ectoplasm. <laughs> you can't tell them. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Rangers of the Dork Forest, uh, you have been listening to the Dork Forest with uh Jack, me, Jackie Cashin, and Jenny Zagrino. Jenny Zagrino can be found at Jenny Zagrino. Z-I-G-R-I-N-O. It's at Jenny Zagrino everywhere, Jenny Zagrino Comedy on TikTok and uh JennyZagrino.com. Feel free to go check out her stand-up. And when the new special comes out, watch that, thumbs it up, and um and go fund it. Uh, if you want to support it, it just got recorded. So she's still paying it off. So help it out if you want to. Thanks for being on the show, Jenny. Thank you. And Rangers, you know the rules out there. Take care of each other. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh my god. Thank we you. why don't we just call that as the end of the show?